Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, John. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. You know, just hanging out up there in Memphis. Sometimes. And, uh, Sid. Yes, sir? And by the way, Sid is uh, my website developer. Oh, nice. I finally meet you, sir. I do, I do a little bit of that. Yes, I dabble. How are you doing? I'm good. And guys, just to reopen the man downtown, <laughs> we were the men downtown. We were the men downtown tonight. We did enjoy the downtown scene a little I'm bit. I'm going to give it like three Maybe. and a half Lance Arms. Oh! I would give it four and a half Lance Arms. Four and a half? I've okay. never experienced it before. See, the man downtown has changed since COVID, man. Uh, yeah. Here we go. You see, it's different for me, obviously, because... And by the way, I'm going to chime area. in and give it a four. I'm going to go right in the middle. Damn. You're going to go right in the four middle. Four Lance Arms. Four Lance Come here, you crackhead, how, and let me kiss you. Come here, how, you like, crackhead. You know, how middle ground of you, damn it. Yeah, you, you, were, you were the deciding factor, man, and you were just like, either you can take it, it Either you can take it one or the other, but you decided to be that asshole. That's yeah, cool. you're That's that guy. Okay. Alan's that guy tonight. Yeah. I'm the yes man tonight. <laughs> Very likable. Nothing I got something for you over here. Oh. <laughs> Ah, speaking of yeses. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Even if you're saying no, if we've already started, still a yes. All right, so let's let's get uh that man about town. <laughs> let's let's plug uh Monson and Brothers, downtown Columbus, Mississippi. The beer garden. Fantastic experience, man. It was your first run down there, right? Yes, it was my first time. Nice. It was fun. Look, all right, so obviously. I grew up in Millport. Okay, so you know the small area. So I know the area. We always went to Columbus to do anything that was of, you know, any kind of production. Anything of anything, yeah. It's just one of those things where, hey, you know, you want to go to Old Navy and buy a nice new shirt. Yeah, let's get a new shirt. When the Lee Navy. Mall was popping. Dude, when there were yeah. stores. Do you remember I do, do you man. Know, I do you remember so when Lee Mall was good? All right, before we get way too off track. Yes, I will elaborate on FYE. <laughs> FYE was the shit. Because for your experience was the goddamn bum 
And I bought was multiple it for your CDs. experience or for your entertainment? It's entertainment. I fucked that for shit. For your entertainment. But anyway, I'm sorry. Thank y'all for being here to correct me. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we have fact ah! we have fact checkers here. No, that's they okay. Had, no, they all had I'm saying a is five foot fucking Jason in there for a little while. <laughs> five foot Did tall. Real? Yes, sir. Five so I missed foot I must have missed out on that shit. But you yeah. know, I remember like uh, Incubus Wish You Was Here album come out. Oh, yeah. I was all over the FYE. Blah blah blah. But anyway. Yes, yes. Sorry, I have been gone yeah. for multiple years, and uh, I live down south, Baldwin County, and coming back, downtown experiences, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, or whatever, going out as an adult and enjoying that, um, dude, that's, that's awesome. Like, that's top tier shit, like, well, for real. the beer and, garden and, and is and a Just say this, you. tell me what you told me tonight while we were there. I wish this was here when, when I still I, when was I still drinking. When I still drank beer. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, in the selection of beers. John's sober now. Yeah, I right. love, I go in there and I, dude, I smelled some Jameson tonight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I almost vomited. That's why I'm staying away from that bottle. I might look at it. By the way, this episode is also brought to you by Long Branch. Long Branch Wild, Wild Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> Yeah, I smelled some Jameson tonight, and I almost vomited. I'm like, I don't need that anymore. I'm like, I can do some other stuff and have just as much fun drinking water. And just like, just back to the sobriety just for a second before we roll into the show is, I mean, let's talk about the days. So I met Big John when he was coming out of the wild stage. Or right of, being, of being the man downtown. Yeah, I was the man downtown for a long time, man. Come over here and kiss me. You got me shot. Shot in the thigh. I remember we done a podcast the day after and you showed yeah, me I'm the just, wound. I'm just Whoa. like sitting over here you like... You got shot in Columbus, Mississippi? Yeah, uh, in well, Caledonia. Caledonia. Yeah, dude. Right up by my dick. <laughs> what? Right at by his dick. Yeah, he, sh- he pulled his shit up. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, like, bro, I'm going to do a shitty reference on you. You went Cheddar Bob? Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't shoot yourself though, right? No, I didn't shoot. So myself. you're not Cheddar Bob, then. You're good. <laughs> I, I was che- I was Cheddar Bob. No, you wasn't. No, yeah, no. I was attempted Cheddar Bob. It's like dude, if you didn't shoot yourself, you're not Cheddar Bob by no means. An inch. An Somebody inch shot you in the fucking leg. Yep. In the thigh. In with forty cal. Altercations. With the forty? Yeah. Bro, that ain't no getting shot. That's like fucking getting shot. That wound, blew a hole in that, you. that wound would make you queasy. That's that wound is. It's not a wound anymore. That scar. Is that good around? That shit was wild. I know, it? man. You're talking about a 40, dude. I'll show, you, I'll show you when we take a break. I have to, you know, like, adjust some stuff where I'm not, I'm like, sure you showing you my shit. I'm sure you have to move the old main brain over yeah, to the Yeah, I have side. to show you over. <laughs> I have to move everything over a little. Jesus, and then I can pull my... But, I mean, at the end of the day, why, though? Why did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, that'll we, be we, a, we, that'll we, be an actual yeah, porch talk. That's actual porch talk. That's okay, not. Yeah, that, that's let's. Not yeah, we can't. Talk. We can't talk that. Sorry, on porch talk. my bad. I yeah. was so excited. Yeah, well, no, that's that's <laughs> you, not. Dude, a, you have to wait. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah, wait yeah, yeah. until the actual porch talk. Oh, that's cool. All right, <laughs> and by the way, that is a future Patreon. If like you ever wonder what happened on the porch talk, you can. We're gonna have a pay to play. Yeah, it's gonna fantastic. be a. That's you can check out. Yeah, what happened? Well, like get real the life. Inside scoop, yeah, like, exactly. our, like our inside scoops exactly. on like Bill Street Music Festivals. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't disagree with that. That's a hundred percent. And like you can get really get into the 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 meat and the potatoes. Of yeah, it all. You get, yeah, you get the behind the scenes, the real like the raw issue. But I love it. But back to Monster Brothers. That was awesome, by the way, William. 
I guess we have to call him that now. Yeah. Doing karaoke. That's Bart. Is Bart. His he's Bart. I don't I, I don't think I picked up on that. So I know Alan earlier was like, Hey Bart, that's Bart singing and then we when we looked mm-hmm. over into the beer garden open yeah. area, it wasn't Bart, but yeah, was, by all means, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he I guess when he retired he wanted to retire his stage name. I just don't know who that is though still. He was the dude leading karaoke. Yeah. Oh, it's the guy yeah. that was running karaoke yeah. tonight. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Owns the princess. Car- song yeah. Song. Okay. Karaoke with William, I think they call it now. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be dope when they change it to karaoke with Will I Am. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh check it out. But that's, trademark. that's trademark. That's trademark. Trademark. But anyway, no, it was a fantastic time. I really enjoyed the shit out of it, and. You know, kind of like go full circle. What we were talking about when we first started. You know, I live in Foley. I'm in the middle of not necessarily nowhere. Yeah, but I mean, to come to come back home and to think about where we're at and like growing up, going to Columbus, Mississippi, and like you know we had Zachary's. There was a Princess Theater. There was a few places that mm-hmm. was kind of like that drinking hole, that place that you went. The watering to, hole. If you yeah, mean. the watering hole. That's a much better way to put it. Excuse myself. But, you know, just uh, a place to be socially interactive. Munson Bros, man, that's like a nail in the head. Like, that's that's a fantastic that's place. That's what you want. I enjoyed that. Great vision. And, like, yeah. I mean, the big thing is, is like, okay, so I'm a beer aficionado. I love yeah. beer. I like beer. I enjoy hanging out with people more. But to be able to go out and have, like, the space that they have and the f- way it's all built out. And then, you know, you walk in and, like, you don't have a Bud Light. You don't have a natural light. You don't drink the regular beers. You're drinking craft Great beers, beer. beers that are from different places, beers that you don't normally get to take your hold on. And if you notice, I like, walked in and I didn't know these beers. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. No, and yeah. it's literally me going, "Hey, what do you suggest?" And like, man, that's what we seek. Like for me, yeah, a beer person that likes beer, that's what I seek. I want to see that. And, and you don't have that back home. You so. you are our target market because if you look at where the beers are from, they're from Tennessee, they're from Alabama, and they're right. from Mississippi, yeah. and they are from the greatest breweries of those states. Right. Predominantly, our beer. I mean, Munson has ties to Memphis, so we yeah. have a lot of Memphis beer. Coast River in there. That's right. And then you have Parish, which is actually Louisiana, so yeah, we have Louisiana, Louisiana represented as well. Very but good. Parish doesn't do any wrong. We have yeah. SoPro, uh, a brewery out of Oklahoma that had that great IPA off the draft that we had. Do you remember? I don't know uh, if I had that. It was it was seventeen. It is eighteen seventeen. No, it wasn't. Eight, no, that. it wasn't. It wasn't eighteen seventeen. Sure? No, the Oklahoma one was. Uh, that was it. You're right. We did. No, have, it was. We, that's that's exactly right. right. You're right. You're right. Was you're right. And I don't even drink. Yeah. I don't even drink. Boom. You see, that's why. You, and that's why you know the memory right there. <laughs> You held everything. Us drugs but on now, this side I of the room. Way other stuff that, <laughs> I do other stuff that supposedly corrupts your memory. <laughs> Save that for the porch. Oh, yeah, porch talk. Real no, porch talk. Excuse you're 100% right. It was 1817, bro. But, but back to the point, it's like it's really That's well represented right. by uh, the state of Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, and Tennessee, Tennessee, which is all the states that practically touches Mississippi. Yeah. And when you come in, you have a a beer selection of over 40 different craft beers at yeah, least. I mean, that's yeah. fantastic, no, man. It's beautiful. And that you thing. have vinyls, and we were doing karaoke, and I mean, my God, folks yeah, were having cornhole, fun. Cornhole, people yeah. And what's the name around. of that game with the 
The oh, ring, ring, the ring. It's, it's, it's a ring toss, yeah, but it's on a string and it's just it's. it's I can't remember hook. what it's, it's called. Something I don't know what the specific name of it is, but no, you're 100 percent right. I mean, literally, okay. So and I whack some dude in the head with it. And I'm so <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice, on the same throw, mind you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fantastic place. I mean, Munson and Bros is like a a geographical oddity. Oh <laughs> no, I mean break I, out. <laughs> I mean, I'm being serious. In the sense of being like, you know, I've been a lot of places. You know, I'm not an unseasoned person and traveled. It doesn't seem like it would be here. And I 100% agree with that, yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be one of those kind of places here in Columbus, Mississippi, of all places. Yeah, no, it's a a spot. It's a fantastic place to go to and experience the drinking experience, especially all the draft beers, everything that they have. And then it smells phenomenal in there yeah, while you're is. drinking. Yeah, it is. God damn, I mean, shit. Yeah, you come out of there I got to like, go behind the scenes yeah. and enjoy the actual making process yeah, of all yeah, the beard yeah, oils yeah, and everything. Yeah, how about that? It is a fantastic smell by no means. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, that is... And by sure. the way, aren't all our ingredients natural? Did you see how... All, in, all natural, yeah. He's literally scooping coconut oil out of a coconut. Yeah, <laughs> How about that shit? Yeah. No, no, that's there a, was that's coconuts in there. Yeah, I know. He's got the, what are they called? The, what are they called? The, the thing that you I love that. Up. I love you to that. He literally had a coconut. Yeah, yeah he was like, oh, gotta, gotta make this coconut oil right. <laughs> with a muddler. All right, yes, yeah. yes, dude, yes. Oh, it's no, too much. dude, yeah, but no, it was all natural ingredients. He was yeah. literally in there and I got to, I got to experience that. And you're right. I didn't, I didn't bring that up. I mean, amongst many things, I literally got to walk back there and watch him make a batch of the beard oil, and that was pretty fantastic. He's literally using natural oils and making that product. And I was glad all those processes were happening because when you weren't, you asked twice. Right. You asked Friday, and then you asked today, Saturday. I want to go to Monson and Brothers. Yep. And um, I was glad that all those processes were happening where you could actually see everything that Monson and Brothers is. Now, that was awesome. And you also I mean, got to experience the family. You didn't get to meet Monson, Monson right. but you met Lance, you right. met Erica, yeah. you met Jesse, and you kind of saw like all the ins and outs of how the the nucleus <laughs> of the of the company works and like what we're about. I yeah. mean, literally, like on like a natural level, it just had kind of happened too. Yeah. It wasn't like it was forced. We're just sitting there drinking beer. And, yeah, just hanging um, out, man. As you're just hanging yeah. out with your buddies, drinking beer. Yeah, and that's that's even more of that cool factor that comes behind there that place, go. man. It's like you know, we're just sitting there drinking, and there's good, good beers. Time. You're like, hey, what do you have? What do no, you have? I got no. a Coke. Yeah, you said. <laughs> okay. No, this but guy. I mean, even, <laughs> even to another level, though, man. I'm, I'm being dead serious, like you know. All right, Foley, right? If I'm going to go out and I'm going to try different beers, right? We have a brewing company, right? There's a brewing company in Gulf Shores called Big Beach. Fantastic brewing company. It's good. They have lots of good beers, sours and stuff. They're doing a lot of different things. But, like, if I'm going to try a different beer, I usually look to Mellow Mushroom. But Mellow Mushroom's like that 15 to 20 beer thing. Yeah, they have a good beer selection for draft. Right. And then you walk into here, though... Mm-hmm. That's like, man, I'm telling you, I'm I'm not knocking it. I'm trying to bring it up. I'm 100% about it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, There's something about sitting there popping spot, the top, man. man. Popping that's the top a, on a micro brew. Dude. D- d- in d- a bar. I would, <clears throat> some people are all yeah. about, you know, draft, whatnot. So, so, well, they have draft now. They've got four beers on draft. 
that's fantastic. And it might be like that featured beer or brewery. I mean, that's all microbrew stuff, yeah, exactly, basically. Exactly, yeah. You know? But I mean, damn, to have like 30 or 40 beers at any point in time I can grab out the cooler. Shh. Man. Dude, that's a spot, man. That's a fantastic place to be. Three, two, one. Flash of rust. We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I... You can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Welcome you. <laughs> we are off the deep end tonight. Big time. And per usual, I have Big John. <laughs> What's up, guys? Sid. I'm here. From Bald. <laughs> you heard the intro, but this is the show. Bathroom? And what the hell are these potheads doing? Dude, they're killing the planet. They're killing the planet. Potheads are killing the planet. At all times. No, they're killing the planet, dude. No, actually, this is a proven... Fucking hippies. Since people are too bougie to smoke, you know, just regular old outdoor reefer these days. Regular weed. Yeah. Since people can't smoke regular ass reefer anymore with seeds and, you know, all this bullshit, it's causing a higher carbon deposit than any <clears throat> any other industry in the United States right now. Which climate change is causing inflation. And you know, potheads are these tree huggers, right? You know, they're like, oh man, we gotta save the planet. Your fucking bougie ass weed is killing the planet. Gosh, it's killing the economy. It's killing the planet. I'm telling you, look, if we would all just stop. But wait. I have a question about yeah. this. Is that okay if I ask a question? Right yeah, now? you can ask no, a question. No, that's your, that's your game. No, I did question. That's your MO. <laughs> that's 100% horseshit, in my opinion. <laughs> no, no. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't that okay. a question. All right, yeah, that's a question. All right. So. I'm going to follow up with this. Obviously, I'm going forward with a statement. And then I'm going to ask a question. But what about electrical cars and everything else in between? See? You have your your now, pot, your beautiful it's, pot. It's fucking potheads now. I'm your telling you, beautiful pot. <laughs> obviously, too loud no, to understand. Hear, that. hear me out. Hear me out. The beautiful pot is grown in these greenhouses that are fueled with these huge ass bulbs and fans, UV light, causing carbon. Oh no! And the electricity is ran off coal. Other form like fossil fuels. Coal so is the worst. That's doubling down <laughs> on like carbon footprint because right. they're having to use power from these heavy carbon footprint sources to grow weed. Weed. It's right. going to be Just the carbon big weed. foot of our time. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's <laughs> that is what's cause that's what's gonna cause climate change. But never mind that there's vehicles out there running gasoline. Yeah, no, twenty four seven. The damage, holy shit, the damage from cars <laughs> is irreversible. And not yeah. to mention, I mean, like, look, yeah, I mean, look at the gas prices. I mean, this is infecting gas <laughs> prices because we're smoking so much bougie ass weed. It's all weed, gas prices. That's fault. It doesn't have anything to do that we cut off a pipeline or, or nothing. Printed really. off one point two trillion dollars. Those fucking potheads in that climate change. We got it, boys. We, we figured got it, it. We figured it out. Goddamn one branch. Yeah, man, <laughs> dude. It's because all right. If we would just smoke regular weed, man, <sighs> everything would be fine. Pick out the seeds. God, God forbid we do it any other way. I mean, if you got seeds in it, it's just you're recycling. You can plant those seeds and grow your own. In UV lights, creating more carbon. So what are we supposed to do? Do we put them on a list and call them terrorists? I think so. I think that's the only way. You better start smoking better pot. Yeah. No, we've got to. That's the same ground. Is there underground terrorists? I literally watched a video the other day on YouTube, guys. Oh, here we go. And these motherfuckers YouTube. YouTube. was like, hey, I can't go no further. And they're in a fucking Tesla. These motherfuckers pull out in their trunk of their Tesla a Honda generator and put gas, gas in it in order to challenge or charge challenge excuse me to charge their fucking Tesla and the guy could not laugh his ass off hard enough. What? He's taking a gas powered yeah Honda generator to charge his Tesla. <sighs> that is beautiful. That's well, Jesus exactly. Christ, greenhouse gases are coming from fucking regular weed. Just regular weed. <laughs> just See, regular we weed. Just smoke regular weed. Just regular weed. ass weed. That's all you need. It don't and have <laughs> anything to do with this infrastructure bill that just passed last Tuesday. No, oh, nothing. Jesus no. Christ, See, it's... The they're going to tax you by the mile, and they're going to raise the gas tax. Oh, yeah, we have to charge us by the gas mileage. But look, it's really those stoners. The stoners <laughs> have broken the game. It's their, their bougie-ass weed that's got names... That grows under the ultraviolet lights. And there's a I'm sure there's a hole in the ozone above California. Only because of you smoking weed. Only because of the bougie ass weed. That's exactly. It's right above Skid Row where you they know. shit on the streets. <laughs> yep. Right above Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> Tent Skid Row. I, that's, that's the most and by Skid Row, I mean Los like, Angeles. Even, yeah. even if we break it down to the most fundamental thing, like if we look at it at a base layer and we say, look at Colorado. Like one of the first places to say, hey, we're going to allow recreational weed. I don't know this for sure. I've read some things about this. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm Google and I know the fucking facts on this shit. Oh, come on. Don't but, don't you dare. Yeah, you no, are Google right I, now. I'm not fucking Google. Don't you, you are dare. Google hey, off the deep end right now. You're off the deep end, buddy. I am the... <laughs> The deep end sophisticated person to say this right now. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I've read okay. enough about it and understand enough about it. And don't you dare confuse my Google search with your Google search. No, exactly. I am not proclaiming to be I the, have my know biases. All, the know all one all on this shit, but I have read enough to know that Colorado literally was like, okay, we're going to be the first to pass recreational weed. We're going to allow people to smoke recreational, but we're going to put it in a sense that, you know, you just can't be out like driving on the streets smoking a fucking doobie. All right, cool, whatever. Beyond that, they have made so much money off of this shit that they are living, or, excuse me, they are literally giving back. They're giving back money 
off of the taxes that come from that shit. They are feeding back into the system because so many people buy this shit and it's so profitable that they have to give money back. Because they want to kill the system. I think we should get the federal government involved so they could fuck it up. But Jesus Christ, weed. Yeah, no. No, that's why. Holy Christ, weed. Woo. Yeah, no. It's, let's let's get the federal and government involved. Oh, Remember no. what they did to gas cans? Well, oh, they really fucked Christ. that one. Man, now, that, that is a fantastic can. point. Fantastic mm, point. Man, I saw one on the on the side of the road in Memphis. I'm like, somebody ran out of gas there. It <laughs> 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 got fucking mad as hell and just said, "Fuck it all." Yeah, fuck it. So I said, "Fuck that gas can." Yeah, for and sure. Like I'm on South Parkway. <laughs> fuck this gas can, man. <laughs> It's funny though, because like literally, what you're saying is, is like I've seen that shit on Facebook the past couple of weeks. Where it's like, if you don't think government can fuck it up, just look at what they did to the gas can. Look at the gas can. And I'm like, shit. Jesus. I mean, man, like people for real. Like it's like, how many times do we have to put labels on shit? Every time they put their hand on it, every time they touch it, man. Because like, okay, think about this. I had this gas can from 1994 in my shop that I use for the lawnmower. It's got the air hole on the backside, you know, that had the cap. Uh-huh. And yep. the L yep. fucking nozzle. Uh-huh. No stupid fucking twisted grip. You shit down. You, yeah, you didn't have to down. do any of that. You just turned it over and popped that little flap over the air thing and it went... Uh-huh. Yep. One-handed, dude. One-handed. And now you're fucking with the new new gas can. The safer gas can. The safer. Every time I hear fucking safer, oh my, like, the ladders have gotten safer now. They just added fucking, like, 200 pounds to them motherfuckers. To prevent the retards from killing themselves, gas can. (laughs) Yeah, it's all because of the reefer putting off uh, UV lights and stuff. We're all talking about that reefer. Break.
right, so we're back. I hope you enjoyed the music yeah, we're break. Back, 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 back. So I want to talk to y'all a little bit about crypto. The crypto market. You mean the the crypt keeper? Mm. Yeah, that guy. There's a lot of information out there. I highly advise you to listen to the the maximalists of Bitcoin. Uh, Stacy Herbert and Max Kaiser. The Bitcoin Maximalists. I said that completely wrong. Bitcoin. Bitcoin Maximalists. Bitcoin. That could be a shit coin. The, there we go. Bitcoin. The Orange Pill Podcast. If you ever wanted to hear about the the maximalization of the Bitcoin, and they're on a fuck Elon tour, and they're selling out shows all across the states, and you can learn about the power of Bitcoin, and right now it's rated, it went to a slump. Remember, it hopped up to... $63,000, and then it dropped down into the high 20,000s, 20, and now it's almost back into the 40s. Mm-mm. 30s? Back in the 40s now. No, it's in the 40s. Yeah, it's in like 41 40s. now. That's, okay, so I was right. You're right. Yeah. So, right. they're estimating that this Bitcoin's going to go to 200000 by the end of this year. If I, I'm, I'm buying in, dude. I'm in it. And guys, just to take this conversation to multiple areas, and um, you recently got Coinbase, and yeah, you a, recently took advice. Yeah, I highly advise. Never mind. No, I can't give financial advice. Mm-hmm. That'd be somewhat uh, Cardano ADA. Uh, that is a uh, the co-founder of Ethereum founded. Cardano, it was rated below a dollar when I got in, and I own quite a substantial amount. And now it's up to two dollars, so I have doubled everything I've done with my investment on that. And it is suggested that it will keep going because Cardano is a really good crypto. Dare I say what the Bitcoin maximalist Max would say, shitcoin. Because everything is a shit coin besides Bitcoin. Is Doge still considered a shit coin? Dogecoin is Man. the father of shit coins. I have to say it's gotta be it's got to be a shit coin, man. That's literally all but we can make a shit coin. That's all we can make a Porsche coin. We could make a Lansorm coin. We could make a Man downtown shit coin, you know? Just anything, dude. And it would have a value. And if it got if it got up to even one cent. Can I ask you this? Yeah. When we say value, okay, take shit coin. Take something, this is crypto, right? This is something that is literally spoken, so to speak, into existence by form of mining on the internet to create a Find out, find out our infinite amount of a currency, and then people speculate on value. Is that correct? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, you can have de- deflationary or inflationary cryptos. Yes. Yeah. And so, what holds value? Let's say. Let me. This, this painting. This portrait, right? This art, this folk art, by a partridge. Yeah. I now declare that to be NFT, and 
tomorrow's project is I'm going to make an NFT and I'm going to sell it for 100000 Right. So it, I'm here, I get 20%. <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> you know how I Me am. Me too. With, you know, yeah. We're splitting okay. three ways. Yeah. Let's make it 30-30-30. Perfect. Perfect. 10% goes to the show. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. We got it figured out. But now we're so, dropping the percentages. But Hold like, up. Hear, hear me out. Let's, let's listen to the point. Let's build this up. Right. Like talking about crypto and like NFTs, like if you're unfamiliar with the term NFT, it's non-fungible token. And there's been a lot of art, uh, shit art, to be fair, that sells for ridiculous amounts. And the thing about being on the blockchain and with crypto, Ethereum, Cardano, and all these different cryptos, they're on something known as the blockchain. NFTs, non-fungible token, that is a part of the blockchain. And there's only one of it in existence that is on the internet. Right. And so, like, we, people talk about and I want to be as sci-fi as shit about this. I'm talking like Star Trek, but like multiverse. Hold on. Okay. Like oh, and, yeah, and all made a sound effect there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the same sound effect as that too. Holy shit. So, so my so, interpretation of the so so take this is we always say that if we could go back in time and we would tweak something that would altercate something that would change the present permanently take this what if you did something now that would change the future of tomorrow being active today and that is the idea of crypto DeFi blockchain and everything that's going on with currency right now that is my point is saying like, look, people are adding value to things such as Dogecoin, which was worth fractionals of a penny, which is now flirting with a dollar. And there are people who literally hold millions, millions. who are going to be self-made, almost millionaires because of a shit coin currency that enough people put value on. I know somebody do you, do you understand what I'm saying about the world that we live in right now mm-hmm. is like, Let's say I made a hat, John, and I really like your hat. I made a hat. It's a dope ass hat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can't. We're not video here. Yeah. You, you can't go. see it, but I'm gonna tell you it's right now. Dead bears. They're dead, dead bears. Yeah, they're dead bears. It's a white hat. Like that's a clean ass hat. I said something about it earlier. Yeah. We're why, literally why, why sitting we're at Munson Bros, and I'm like, I like that hat. Is that yeah. dead bears hat? And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Background context. Continue. <laughs> So, I say I make a hat, and I put it up. Let's just say I took a picture of a hat that was a really good picture, and I said that that picture becomes an NFT, which that is literally how dumb some NFTs are, and I make the price value $1,000, and someone buys it. They are the primary ownership of the blockchain of the NFT on this online market. You have to take it, make it a digital asset. Which creates it and makes it as an NFT, yes. And now we're getting to a point to where the blockchain cryptocurrency is getting so free. It's literally freeing people from poverty. People are literally, like, I know people who dump their entire saving account to a shit coin mm-hmm. and, like, 
changed their life. I know a guy that bought a truck with Doge. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Bought an F-250 with Doge. And look at how the government is trying to get involved. Yeah, they're right. trying to put their greedy little hand too. in it. Because you can't have free money And like they that. cannot write right. bills on it because they don't understand it. Have you seen some of the bills they've been trying to write? Yeah. It doesn't even... It's like, yeah, pass that bill because that's not even what it is, you stupid fuck. Well, see, most of them own... You geriatric own piece of Most of them own crypto. Like, most of most everybody owns crypto. Which most you, all your... The experience. Chancellor of Germany owns a sustainable amount of Bitcoin. Yeah. Substantial. Substantial. Thank yeah. you. I got you. I feel you. Substantial. Sometimes the the what what's that bourbon y'all drinking? It's called Long the, Branch. The Long Branch by Wild Turkey. If you haven't had it, you should try it out. And we're only gonna get it better. It's long, only gonna get better. Long from Branch here. by Wild Turkey. Anyway, It'll make you're 100 right. I agree with that 100. percent But at some point too, you know, I mean, like when we're talking about non-fungible tokens, do y'all not think that it becomes just Bullshit? It is bullshit. It's already turning to the point right, that it is bullshit. No, it's agree 100% with bullshit. And people are like literally making jokes like we are now. We're satirical here. But, well, people I mean, people are turning our money into bullshit, basically. Right. That's the problem I have about... And that's because a lot of people have too much money. They have... It's, it's the problem of... You got more money than you have since. Yes, well, sir. it's at the same time. You have so much money, you don't know what to fucking do with it. And yeah. you just do stupid shit. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, I'm going to buy a $100 million. Look at these billionaires. Look at Bezos and that asshole. And I, know, and I know, you know, like a couple months ago, and y'all probably already know this. Y'all are aware of this. But NFTs was one of these things where it's like, oh, it's an NBA card. I'm buying a playing card. Yeah. Now... In some kind of form or fashion, we kind of understand it because it's like, oh, we're buying a card of a person. And then it was like, oh, it was a moment. Like, oh, well, you know, he got posterized. Somebody got dunked on. Something like that happened. It was a card of him jumping up, slamming a dunk on somebody else. But now it has almost gotten, should we say, bastardized? Where it's becoming way skewed and way out of any kind of form or fashion of being something of value truly because like it's you know it's literally becoming one of those things where it's like it's what somebody's willing to pay for it yeah that's pretty much what everything is though and, and that's very true but we're talking about nfts in the sense of being like okay i could produce something i can slap paint on the canvas and blah 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 you know yeah you know here's red here's yellow here's black i painted it black the background was black and i just started slapping shit all over it yeah, and, it and then out. I said, I took a picture of it. That's an NFT. But guess what? At the same time, too, how do you create it and make it into an NFT? So is it valued in the fact that I create it as digital art? Look or at Beeple. Just... Are you familiar with Beeple? Yeah. I've, I've heard of Beeple. Beeple very on Twitter. I'm not very, I'm not very familiar. It's like he, he's like the, the forefather of NFT. He was the one who made so much money originally right. off of NFTs. That's yes. right. Because he was doing it before it was truly before it was even a thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I know. That, that's where I'm going about. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, I had to make up for the uh, no, inebriation no, between no. my ears. But yes, I do know who you're talking about. <laughs> but and like, he was that really, kind of helps, literally that making digital art before it, and he was like one of the biggest ones. He made like millions of dollars. It was I don't remember what the number was, but it was easily over a million dollars. For an original piece of art. That's in the right. beginning of all the NFT phase, the craze. And it was just digital, just yeah. like what today is. And like we're moving to that. And even like 
I have all this Abe Partridge heart, correct? Right, right, right. And so uh, even Abe has done some NFTs, and there's some success. I don't know how much. I, I followed the first one he done. There was success, and I was like, this is the future that artists have to look at. It's no longer about putting paint on a canvas or putting paint on a bridge or putting right. paint on a wall. It's also going to move to the Internet. Everything that we know about this world, like you talk about Jetsons, and everybody thought 2020 we were going to be in flying cars and we were going to have like this Jetson Earth, right? I think we're about to have a technological boom, though. They're talking about they're they're talking about the next industrial revolution, and it's about to happen. And everyone thinks that. Are you familiar with the the high speed rails in China? Yeah, the monorails. Yeah, 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 the monorails. They want they want that. That's part of the infrastructure bill. And um, here's my thing. Do you has anyone ever noticed how crooked roads are in Alabama, Mississippi? Good God, do you, they're <laughs> terrible. Do, do you know that why? Shit's hilarious. Do you know why? Because when the government came through and was asking permission to build roads, property it was formally it, it was like I actually own this property. I don't want to road on this property. You're right. That's the background right. of it. Right. Man. And so imagine this: is like they want to build on the East Coast from Tampa to New York City, Florida to New York. Think about all the people who own land between there, here and there individually. And on the West Coast, it would obviously be like South End, California to Washington, and then like the eventual plan is to cut it across the Midwest. And it'll, you know, it'll use, uh, the technology's fascinating. I love it. Yeah, it, it's it, cool. It uses magnetism. Mm-hmm. Have you seen some of this? Electromagnet stuff, yeah. yeah. Like Elon Musk. Really, oh, that makes sense. Elon Musk wanted to build like a downtown transit for like LA, you know, and yeah. like it was Well, it's be... not that he thought about doing it. He did it. Yeah. But what he done was he built tunnels with the boring company, and he used Tesla cars to go down in this tunnel and like travel along that tunnel. So like you basically take out human interruption, you eliminate anything that could be a human error, and you say, "Oh, I'm gonna travel down this gigantic hole, uh-huh. and it's just gonna drive by itself." Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a tunnel. Yeah, yeah. but but these monor- but these monorails will be above Earth, right? And, that and like we're talking about, like this was a limit. Like if everyone is so concerned about climate change, I'm for this. But we have to think about everything grand scheme. Like when we were building highways, think like let's just say that they were wanting to put the monorail through your backyard. It's like, well, you're gonna need to pay me so I can acquire land or somewhere yeah, else you, to live because I don't want to be around that. Right. But at the same time, too, you're literally sending a gigantic piece of infrastructure yeah and there's going to be a vehicle that travels by my house at 100 miles an hour it's no it's going to it's going to be way, way faster, faster than 230 but i'm saying hundreds i didn't say 100 i said hundreds yeah, okay hundreds of miles yeah. an hour it's going to fly by your house it's going to be like, you hear that whoosh of air yeah excuse myself no you're good <laughs> i'm just saying but, i mean but like i really like that idea yeah i think that's great and like I'm not so much on board with, like, climate change and all that shit because, like, we're only trying to hold ourselves accountable and no one pays attention to fucking China who does the most carbon damage of well, all the anybody, earth. Yeah. And no one holds them accountable. Right. Well, I'm not a fan of you, you CCP. I love the Chinese people. I do love not the like the CCP. The people. But, yeah, the People's Republic of China or whatever it is. No, it's the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, whatever, yeah. 
It's still a republic in some people's mind, I guess. Yeah. Sort and, of, I and guess. They a, want you to say that. That's the thing about the thing. Like, check this shit. out. So, like, let's, next topic, right? Big, broad, is like, we we literally live in two different realities right now. Yeah. And uh, I have been telling people on the show, on social media, and, like, personally, it's like, the best thing that you can do for yourself is turn off the TV. The TV is the virus. Yeah. Okay. So they were trying to tell us and they live. Okay. Now listen. So we have the New York Times. We have Bloomberg. We have the Wall Street Journal. We have the Atlantic. Now, at the beginning of the COVID response, now remember they said 15 days to slow the spread. And now we're celebrating 515 plus days. I was going to say, it's almost fucking two years in, dude. What <laughs> What is this shit? I'm, I'm eating ramen noodles that I bought last year. Okay, so let me let me finish the point and then let's, really. let's, let's discuss it. Is they have all came out and said that herd immunity, and the only reason I cite these people, personally, I don't give a damn what they have to say because they're not credible in my eyes. They haven't been credible for some time. They're an absolute disgrace. I'm actually looking into starting a nonprofit to check. I want to hire a bunch of fact checkers personally because even Reuters and Snoops, have you seen that Snoops has started a nonprofit to supply them with the means to keep going because so many people have distrusted them that they can no longer exist because they're full of fucking shit. And all the shit that they've said was real, everyone is finally finding out that it is, in fact, false. And so I want to actually do real journalism, and I want to hold other journalistic companies 150 years, 200 years, however long they've been in existence, and I want to fact-check them personally by their own rules and standards. But back to my point is... What we're seeing is they're all coming to a common agreement that COVID is not something that we're going to overcome, that uh, herd immunity is not going to be possible, and that it's, it's going to be like the flu that we just have to live with it. Have you seen like um, all the different variants? You, we've already heard about Delta, but have you heard about the, there's one that Lambda, Iota? They're going all throughout the Greek. And guys, by the way, real talk, have, have now you heard? they're doing the fucking hurricane shit. Oh, well, this is the next thing that's coming along. But have you heard about the Ligma? No. Ligma balls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what you was going to go with. Yeah. Look, man, we're talking about hurricane shit now, where every predicted storm or possibly predicted storm is on the forefront. Am have, I am I heading in the right direction right now with what mm-hmm. you're saying? Have you guys heard yes. have you guys heard about the category six that's supposed to hit one of the cat- we're Carolinas? Gonna, we're, and and we're gonna talk about climate change and climate change no, is what climate change done that, John. Uh, yeah, Don't you know? Fucking potheads. Those dude. damn potheads caused that, God John. Damn reefer. Yeah, those <laughs> fucking reefer Stoners. heads. Stoners. It makes you go crazy on your first snort. <laughs> Don't ever do the drugs, kids. But listen. The damn snort. If, if you would, listen to the educational system we have in America and let it brainwash you and let it 
make you mentally ill and then get a doctor and a psychiatrist to prescribe you to Adderall and Xanax and all these... Yeah, because you need your morning and your night. And all these depressants and antidepressants and let them medicate you to where you don't even have a fucking mind. Yeah. You have to wake up. You have to have something to keep you stable. And, and then you have to go to sleep at night, too. So at some point, you got to be able to have something to put you to sleep, right? Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, hell yeah. That's the American way. Medicated all the way. Bam. That shit's fantastic right there, actually. Medicated all the way, because it's... <laughs> you got to keep them separated. Keep them separated, yeah. No. So I'll elaborate on what you're talking about, though. Elaborate. Yeah. I really, truly believe, like, what all what you're saying is, is, like, people are buying into it. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you know what? It's not so hard to believe. It's not so, it's not so out, it's not so out there. It's not so out of grasp to think. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna go on some deep trails right here. All right, Let's do it, man. I love them. This is it's called not, it's off not, the deep end. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going with right yeah. now. Yeah. It's not so out there to believe that there were people in Wuhan, China, that was funded by <gasps> us as an American government. NIH. Whoa. NIH. Fauci. Whoa. It's not so out there to believe that they literally provided funding to this facility and say, "Hey, you know what?" We think that what your foundation is believing in, or whatever it might be, whatever, whatever the substantial case for them to do that is, and say that the people boots on the ground, the people that are there, the people that are doing the research, went a little above and beyond. Well, you know, and you, then, can, you, can, then, you can do enough research to where you're actually hurting exactly. the research that you've done. <laughs> exactly. They might have been heading in the right direction, but at some point, at some point they reversed. You took a turning point. Yeah, it and then that's around. where that's where you went too far. Yeah, you but you guess what? That's one of those things too, though. Is like, how do you police that? How do you know? How do you the who? Right, they do it. Right, but they're that's run. It, but, but they're run by them. who? But that's on them. But they're run by the C. But at the same time, but, CCP. Hold on, but no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But that's on that person, that people, those small group of people that's in there said, oh, well, we've advanced it so far. We don't know how far we can go with this. Who is that person sitting behind them saying, we've went too far? We've neglected like, hold on, guys. that responsibility. Yeah, yeah, you need to have that. You need to have the accountability coach. Like, hey, guys. You're, yeah. But who is that person? There's not one right now. I know, that's what I'm Fauci. getting at. Oh, fucking Fauci? God yeah, damn. he's so good. It's not even like that, though. But, but hang on. FDA. CCP. I'm not trying to defend Fauci by no means. But yeah, guess what? That's a big organization. That's a big company. You know what I'm saying? That's a lots of millions of dollars. That's funneling in all the time. Why is oh, well. he the highest paid bureaucrat in the United States? I will never he understand. Just so, he just he so does happened, so much. He just so happened to be that individual. And look, I'm not saying that he's not saving right or wrong. our lives. You're right. You're right, Joan. He's saving our lives by flip flopping on masking, masks, not masking, two masks, three masks. If he I'm pretty sure, and we can all can agree on this. 
he wasn't singularly sitting down there saying, oh, I sign off this approval for y'all motherfuckers to go out and do this shit. Nor was he standing inside of that fucking place going, oh, guess what? This is a gain of function. A gain of function meaning that, oh, hey, we are going to test facilities for an animal, for an animal virus to pass to human beings. What do they call that research, Whoa. by the way? What is that research called? Do you think he was literally gain standing of, there? Is it called gain of function? It's gain of function. Gain of function. That, yeah. And 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 like so now that we know that cats and dogs also carry COVID. Hold on. Also have since when? Since the first cases were showing up in nineteen eighty three. No, there's six years of in. Investigation and research on SARS two on COVID. There's SARS-CoV. no research. I just read a five hundred page research book on COVID, and all the science is correct, and it just makes sense that they could rush a vaccine. Do you hear me? Hey, I got the first one. I've started the vaccine. Like all seriousness, started the vaccine for God concert. bless you. I know. I'm just doing my part to save the planet, man. Dude, you're doing everything that you can. <laughs> I'm doing my part to save the planet. You're doing you guys, everything I'm ashamed. you possibly can, John. I'm ashamed. Shame yourself. I'm ashamed one of us doesn't have a mask on right now because, you know, one out of every three needs to have on a mask. Well, I, 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 I have a vaccine shot. I, one out of every I actually, I actually got tested before this show, okay? You did? Okay. I, I got, need to see I got, your negative results. Well, I lies. Here it comes. <laughs> I need to see your negative results. <laughs> yeah. And I need to see what other... I need to see your top screen. Because I can't be in a room with somebody that's Can I that toxed I'm, I'm, and unvaxxed. I'm 5% Indian, though. Jesus Christ. Okay, so you're okay to be unvaxxed. Okay. Get the fuck you, can, you can be unvaxxed. And if you're coming across the border, absolutely be unvaxxed. And possibly COVID positive. Hmm. You know, that's the best way. That's so what we back all to want. Wuhan. Nobody believes that shit. Back <laughs> in Wuhan. Yeah, we're the bat. The bat, man. Where who, I got a bio lab. How did this man? How how? It's by the wet marsh. Do y'all even remember the story they fed us originally? Don't you? It know. was completely horseshit, dude. There's nothing about it that makes sense. None of it makes. But sense. But I'm gonna tell you right now, though. If you watch anything on YouTube about these motherfuckers, like... Hold on, YouTube. Thank God this ain't on YouTube. Oh, I'm not trying to say, like, YouTube's a, a point of fact. But I'm telling you, man... They if, are. If That's you, like college. As soon as you hop out of that blue bubble, the rest of the world is 99% normal. Huh. Of course, right? yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, there are multiples... The, the there are multiple documentaries <laughs> on the internet readily available... And YouTube just seems to be the mainstream function of all people. Well, it's the easiest yeah. way of access. I'm going to tell you right now. China is one of the nastiest, most disgusting, most... Oh, it's one of the okay. most disgusting places on this entire earth, man. Those are people that Have don't you understand... Have San Francisco? They're shit on the streets. No, I haven't been to fucking San Francisco, Alan. Fucking but I'm trying to tell you right now. From what I understand from YouTube, from what I've seen from people, you go to China, man. These people are pulling up on fucking truck stops, man, and they're literally go take a shit. It's a shit in a hole that's twelve feet off the ground, and there's shit piled up underneath them. These that's people don't understand hygiene. 
But then we look at the shit that they're trying to push on us, like a vaccine and stuff. Like, oh. In, yeah, in yeah, 1777, vaccine, huh? 1777, we'd have our muskets loaded right now. Ready to blast ass. Yeah, we would be loading muskets right now. Yep. Preloads. Be setting preloads up in our bag. Let me, uh, 1777, we wouldn't be tolerating this shit. Let me Is this the end? What are we gonna tell the family and the kids? What happened to all the promises that were made between me and you? This is just like, just like death. His mother from his father's fist What happened to him? Did he grow up just to be the same man he was fighting? Cause this is just like This is just like Just like death Try to make it right You and me both day and night Try to try to make it right It never seems to be enough For you and me or anyone Maybe I just need to let you go Cause this is the end This is the end just like death It's just like death It's just like Die just as quick as it came. Welcome back. As you heard John introduce our next topic, I want to give you this little excerpt. Radio died the day that DJs weren't able to talk to musicians about their music and it became more about the commercialization of selling advertisements instead of what the music was about. Mm-hmm. Just as MTV died when it lost the idea of its actual name, music television, we have the idea of pop country, pop rock. Pop alternative, 
Everything you hear on the radio now is not actually what you need to know. Yeah. We have an ex-DJ, and it hurts my heart to say it that way. And we have two musicians here who are not screaming like, I should be on the radio, but are screaming, I know music, and that is not worthy of radio because there is so much better. And so we're going to talk about the idea of how radio stations, Cumulus, has failed us. First off, what is up? Big John here coming at you from this radio station in Columbus, Mississippi. Got uh, some music on the way. We can't really say any music and stuff because, you know, copyright infringement and whatnot. But anyway, there was a time huh. when you could come along and see uh, like home. see the radio DJ, see him out at the bar, see him out hanging out. That's no more. You know why? You know why, man? Do you guys know? It's because these super huge conglomerates, uh-huh. Cumulus Media iHeartRadio, Clear Channel, all that killed radio, man. Because they came in and they said, you know what? People are in their cars on their daily commute. People like listening to music. We'll keep that. Mm-hmm. We'll keep the music. Mm-hmm. To but what we, expense? But we need to advertise. We need to sell this time on the air. That way, it gives businesses another avenue to reach clients, which is a good thing, not a bad thing at all. If you've never listened to Rush, Spirit of Radio, that is the absolute condition with the relationship between a musician and a person who works in radio and how all of this works. It is the... Spirit of radio. It is not about ads. It's about giving music. It's about connecting with your DJ who used to be to interview these musicians who were making this music. And radio used to be about something. And pop country is for posers. Dude, when I first started at, at Cumulus... Uh, we were at the old station. I talked to the lead... I was just an intern. I talked to the lead singer of Everclear to wait on the, like, head DJ to come in and do his interview. Yeah. That was so fucking cool, man. I'm sitting there... I'm like on the phone with Articus... You're doing your job! Articus Atticus, or whatever his name is... He is like, we're talking about fucking Frozen. Yeah. And he's just a normal dude. I would never know that if I didn't work in radio. And, you know, Cumulus had already taken over at that time, so it was already dead. But there, it was at the old studio where it was not dead. So it still kind of had that not dead feel. Uh-huh. And, man, it was so much cooler... Then when we move to the new station. Yep. When we move to the new station, it's like, you know, they blame COVID for cutting stuff out and job loss. Mm -hmm. Really, dude, it was just them, like, wanting to have mediocre music 
like Stryker, my boss, my immediate boss mm-hmm. at the radio station, amazing dude. Mm-hmm. Cool ass motherfucker, man, like a hundred percent I'd go to work for him again anywhere. I listen to nine and nine and uh I love it when Megan and Stryker are on and I like it when they're talking. Yeah. And I also like when nine nine point nine plays music. Plays music. And See what I hate is all that in between. Yeah. The O'Reilly's. God, I'll never fucking forget O'Reilly's. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly's. Auto parts. And then the shit. Damn it, we did it for them. I know. God. And then the the thing about it, before I was out, like, it had gotten so crazy that you had to say, like, if you read a commercial, you had to say this ad is sponsored by. Yeah. Whatever company it is, so you're oh, like, yeah. sounding like a fucking retard going, uh-huh. this ad is sponsored by this company, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We'll go, we'll, we'll do pretty cool. This ad is sponsored by Munson Brothers. Yeah. And there it is. Thank you. And, you know, that would be like what you had to do. And then you would read the ad talking about beard oil mm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And... It did, I don't know, man. It's. I remember when I when I got the idea to do radio, dude. I remember I used to love listening to Stephen DC on ninety four one in the morning, dude. Here that was we my go. Shit. Here we go. That was my shit. Stephen DC was Big John's the bomb. dream. I'm like, oh, Stephen DC was the bomb, and then I got a little older. I'm in college. And what was the one on 107, the X? Uh, they were in the afternoon. Damn. I, th- I think I was gone. Yeah, time. I think you are probably in Mobile around mm-hmm. that time. Uh, damn, they, what But were that? they interviewing? Dude, they did so much cool shit. They had the Vulcan weatherman. <sighs> 87 Vulcan degrees. They started that shit. Beaner and Ken. That's Beaner it. Beaner and fucking Ken, Yes, dude. I know. Yeah, that's, that's long gone now. Beaner and Ken are so far gone, dude. But they were awesome. That was who I looked up to in radio. And Howard Stern. Obviously Howard Stern, because, you know. Yeah. If you want to be that wild man in radio, you look up to Howard Stern. And, you know, maybe a little Coyote J, if you want to. Like, I, I kind of have that. Coyote J rasp sometimes. Yeah. Depending on how dry my mouth is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it really kills me. And like, it's it's kind of crazy, like with Porch Talk. Yeah. It's like, I've got two great radio personalities yeah. that are, have their own shows on my show. Yeah. It's just like, and you know, Monk, Monk, Monk was one of those that was around when I was a kid, a little. He was a little, he went around until I was a little older, man. But I remember hearing Monk on uh, fucking, what was it, 98.1? That country station? Yep. I remember, this is Monk on the radio on Tuscaloosa, blah, 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 man. I'm like, holy shit, man. And then, uh, what was the other radio DJ that was big here on 94? Louis Linguini? Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that shit. 
Man, that the was... The Saturday Night Regrind. The Saturday Night Regrind. Dude, that was when radio was cool. Yeah. You could call in, you could talk to... I talked to Stephen D.C. on the phone. We used to, we used to throw these parties in this house, <coughs> and we would call into the Regrind because we were listening... Hell yeah. ...and requesting songs and dance to them. And that's how personal... Radio, radio DJs used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Now, granted, like, I got you. I got Monk. Yeah, you could you could shoot me a text and be like, "Hey, man, play some blah blah." Yeah. Blah. And I'd be like, "Man, I'll be. A, I, I see if I can find it. I can." Because you would add if something out of the bowels of hell, Skira. Yeah. And I'm like, "What? We don't even have that." I'm like, "I'll see if we have that." And I don't know. I like that shit, man. I like people like. I didn't want everybody to have like my cell phone number, but I like my friends being yeah. able to get in contact with yeah. me and be like, "Hey, man, we're listening. Play Especially this." Especially when you did that lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that that lunch hour was my favorite. And like when, oh yeah, you know when Sammy I, or yeah, Sammy's her name. Sammy, yeah, yeah. Sammy. Let's go, Sammy. Yeah. Uh, she uh she did the all request lunch. Dude. Yeah, I would text in like personally like. Play this, and she's like, "We don't even have that available." And I was like, "Dude, play, sometimes she play would go to YouTube and get it." There was a time we can't but, say that. Oh, I don't work there anymore. Sometimes when people would call cool shit, call in cool shit, we would just go to YouTube. I called in shit that y'all would play six months later on like the regular track, <laughs> and See? they would deny it, and they were like, "Can't do that." Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to tell the radio station, I was like, this, this is actually where rock is. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, eh, mm-hmm. can't, can't do it. And I was yeah. like, tell somebody that can, write that down. That's why I like the new rock show I had, man, because. And you did a until, good job. Until they, until they took control away. But then they away. changed you. Yeah, they took control away, man. I was having a good time. People were liking it. We were picking out good songs. And then Striker's like, uh, I'm going to pick out some songs a few weeks in advance. I'm like, okay, that's cool. He's like, I'll still let you pick them, though. But he's like, I'm going to give you a list to pick from. I remember the show, and I remember it beginning to fail, and that's a long timeline of it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not hating on Striker. No, he's not bad, man. Striker is not in. bad. He's just bought in. He has a job to do. That's right. I like he, I like Striker. He's a good, like I said, he's a great guy. But it's just the cumulus, cumulus as a whole is like. And that was the the state of radio. It yeah. became. And let me tell you this, people, like I'm being satirical, but also somewhat true, is when you think about America, and especially if you think over the past ten years. When you think about value, when you think about how jobs have changed and how jobs have changed for people in those jobs, and you think about everything, and my God, it has literally gotten to where you're a radio DJ, but you can't even really do your job. And you can't even, like, talk about new music. You can't even... uh, And I'm telling you, it's like, radio is such a miss. And, like, I'm not... And I don't don't know a lot of people that will 
listen to radio anymore. I don't hardly I ever listen unless to, I'm just like... I, I listen to Monk's Indies, Indies Only. Indies Only, yeah. And I like that. Because that's, like, that's a, like almost old school radio. It almost is... Yeah, exactly. And... But when we turn on the TV and look at the news, or when we turn on the radio, is... It's complete bullshit. It's all bullshit, dude. It's complete bullshit. You know, they tell you you have to, like... You can't, you can't, you can't talk. Like, they have specific ways that you have to talk. You can't, like, it's hard to explain. You need to, you don't need to address a group. You need to address an individual when you talk. And you need to envision some fucking person in your mind that you're that talking may to. not even exist that may not even exist it's somebody it's the 99.9 fan uh, the cumulus fan yeah in your brain yeah and that's like let me say I, I had this guy he was my my cumulus brain he was like 55. You know, like, in his later years, later in years, because we Mm. were 25, our age demographic was about like it is here, like 25 to 55, that age demographic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had this guy that was in that, like, Mm mid-range, late late 30s, early 40s, like, dude, I'm going to be honest, with a mullet, fucking drinking Bud Light. Working every day and getting a couple of hours off a day. I talked to that motherfucker till he went to bed. Telling him about stupid shit that they made me talk about. That that was my vision, man. That was who I talked to on the radio. Because mm-hmm. that, was, that was the way I saw the music we played on that station was fucking mullet rock. And so I've already done this with Monk. And we need to start doing this with you is extending the all the deep end branch. You are a radio personality. Yeah, I do that thing. Or I did that thing. That's right. I don't do that thing anymore and I can talk shit. You know what? Fuck Steve Gorman. Fuck Steve Gorman. Steve Gorman does not rock. Steve Gorman sucks. Put me in a fucking room with him for an hour. School him. Okay, now we can continue. Schooling. I'm sorry for you Black Crows fan, but they fucking suck too. School. Anyway, um, so we have a like off the deep end. We have our thing. The thing. The th- whatever it is. That man downtown. It's that man downtown. And the Lance Arms. And like being completely satirical. Need it. Need that in your life, man, because shit's so fucked up. Because we, uh... You ever seen The Matrix? Do you remember, like, they said that, like, you can take the, uh, the blue pill. Or the or red, red pill? pill. Yeah, but which like, one would you take, man? I don't remember which one it is. I'm going to go into it blind and say the blue pill. No, you're fucked. You take the red pill. 
Oh, I take the red pill? Okay. No, no, no. No, you can take the blue pill. But take the red. Take the red?
so yeah, man, I I really got shit on by Cumulus in a way. Not by Striker. Not by anybody at Cumulus Columbus Starkville. Just I got shit on by Cumulus as a corporation. Cause they wouldn't let like I was getting I was held on the hook for so long for a full time position. And then they finally offered me a full-time position on a completely fucking unlivable salary. And I'm like, y'all want 40 hours for this? He's like, yeah, and then your insurance. I'm like, hold on. You want 40 hours for this and my insurance comes out? I'm like, you're out of your mind, dude. So they didn't pay shit. You basically do radio for a hobby. And not even do radio for the passion of being radio DJ. I got into it to try and stick it to the man anyway. The idea, and like, thank you, Port Salt listeners, and thank you, Port Salt musicians who have come on the show, is like, we literally do the things that radio used to do. Yeah, man. Dude, talk shows were so awesome back in the day. They would be like... You know, it would be funny. They would tell you some serious news. And then it would be like music. 95% music. That sounds kind of familiar. And 5% shit. Okay, not, not so familiar now. Well, not not the poop part. I'm just using, you know, shit as, like, DJ talk and promotions. Yeah. Because you've always had to do promotions. The station's always had to make money to pay the DJs. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you're, the commercials you do, you got paid every time that commercial ran. Every time you did a live read, you got paid. And then it turned in to getting barely above minimum wage. What are we going to do, John? I don't know. I say, guys, listen to Porch Talk. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. 
Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.